Welcome in to a very special edition of TFW Live. This is the best kept secret in fantasy football where we keep that week one feeling going all year long. I'm Big Travi. I'm joined by one of my best friends, Johnny Game Time Hicks. And of course, you, Whisper Nation, all of you in the chat right now, just want to say what's up. Freak Stomper is <laughs> talking about his moose knuckle. We appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> what everybody up? else in the chat and on Twitter that's been hanging with us today and everybody else that's still to come, we appreciate you. And if you want to be a part of Whisper Nation and if you love fantasy football, want to be part of that community where you know you belong, hit that subscribe button on the YouTube channel. We just need one subscriber today and then our job mm. is done. One. That's it. Just one, one more. That's it. And then we get a thumbs up. Yeah, maybe a like on your way in. Who knows? You know, a little icing on the cake. Um, But today we decided to go live. A little special edition here, Johnny. Tell the people what we're doing here, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yesterday we had a good friend of the show now on the show. uh, We had John Daigle. So we just did a mock draft yesterday, Travis. And we thought to ourselves, hey, we want to do a best ball as well. Why not jump on uh, the old underdog? Jump on a live stream. And here we are, dude. Here we are. Oh, you know what? Freak said he saw the biggest moose knuckle he's ever seen. I wonder if he saw, you know, sometimes they show us before the show. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he's talking yeah. about one of us. Yeah. Uh, but appreciate everybody in here. We are doing a best ball draft. That link is in the description, right, Johnny? It's also in yes. this comments here. We are just we just need six more spots. So yeah. if you guys know somebody that wants to get into it, if they're a first time user, they use the promo code TFW when downloading Underdog Fantasy or going to underdogfantasy.com. TFW will get you matched up to a hundred dollars in free money. So your, I mean, your three bucks is nothing uh, in that today. But yeah, six people in, six people to go in this twelve-person half-point PPR. Halfway there. Yeah, I'm excited. So we'll roll through some of the news and notes as you see by my tag here. Uh, we had, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm big Travi, obviously, but. I'm also Fournette's nutritionist because, Johnny, we had some news come out today. I don't know if it's news, but we had some pictures floating out there today on Twitter of our guy, Leonard Fournette, uh, looking like, first of all, looking like he's wearing a shirt that is three sizes too small. And so I want to know if it's a filament on the equipment manager uh, that maybe got him the wrong shirt or if Lenny's coming in a little fat. Honestly, it could be a a multitude of things, right? It could be couple of the players, you know, maybe they have a, a fantasy football draft this week. They are trying to, hey, Leonard, Uncle Lenny, we need, I want you on my team. But listen, your ADP is starting to creep up. We need some bad news. We need something to come out. They go by the old equipment manager, right? They're, they're season, pre, uh, season pros, season vets. They're like, hey, let's get them an extra small jersey from the, P, you know, from the peewee football days and have them wear that to camp. Or... Or follow me here. <laughs> he lost a fantasy football bet, and they're like, "Yo, you gotta, you gotta now wear this jersey." Because either way, either way, it was not the right size jersey for him. Now, did he add a couple of lbs? Yeah, he did. You know, he had a little, he had a couple good weeks. All right, I mean, he's Let's just a little go. late on the summer body train. You know, his yeah. body is just a, a little bit late right now. It's just a little bit late, and I mean. A little bit on un- you know, a little expected from Uncle Lenny. It's not the first time he's done this. He does, you know, so I, I think ultimately it would be okay. I do like how much of a panic it is set in on a lot of people who are starting to, you know, the hype train was starting to get a little a little heavy for my liking. 
with yeah, Pizza uh, Belly, Anthony, um, Freak Stomper, all in here. I want to ask them if they think they're worried about this Lombardi Lenny news at all. If this is swaying the way they'd attack him, you know, in a fantasy aspect in the draft. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> I just saying, what did you think? Chubby Lenny is still better than me at my peak. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's I think it's really funny when we as an industry try to make fun of these guys for either being oh, I know. too short or too fat or whatever it is. It's like, dude, so, there's always good. something. It's always something. And well, I mean, that's how you tell like we're kind of bored around this time of year because these are the things we cling to uh, or the things that get us going are things like, uh, you know, Jack photos or in uh, Uncle Lenny's case, the 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 worst part. So that's why, yeah, I did worst shape of my life because I want that to be the new tagline that everyone comes to. You know, everyone wants to claim they are the best shape of their life all the time. You know, I grew a half an inch or whatnot over the right. summer. Let's let's reverse that trend here. You know, worst shape of my life, and then that way you're a little bit more surprised when it, you know you, it all comes together. Well, in uh, other news, we saw that Mitch Trubisky, Johnny, for the Pittsburgh Steelers is now leading in camp. And I figured I'd toss this one to you because, you know, we just had Pat Crane on last week. We're talking a little bit about Mitch Trubisky versus Kenny Pickett. And he was sold. Yeah, I mean, he's sold on Kenny Pickett, at least just with draft capital and Pickett's pro readiness. But, I mean, do you think, you know, the beat writer was also saying he added to it that, basically this is what we could see in the regular season too, to start the first week. So Johnny, I mean, you've kind of been banging the drum for Mitch a little bit here. How do you feel about this one? I I do. And I ultimately think that Mitch will be the quarterback for at least half the season. I don't, I think that they are going, the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to go in the season expecting because they are a winning franchise. They are expecting you know, the system to do its work and for them to be uh, able to play winning football. Who gives them the best opportunity for that right at this moment? A vet like Mitch Trubisky. However, if the season starts to go haywire, they start losing a bunch of games, then I can understand, you know, them turning over to to Pickett at that point. But I don't think it's going to be Pickett from week one. I don't think he's certainly uh, that ready to step in week one. And I think that they do, you know, a lot of the money is tied for Trubisky is tied to uh, the amount of time he plays and whether or not he gets to the, the playoffs playoffs. So <laughs> we're, talking about playoffs. Know, we're talking about playoffs here in, you know, June of 2022, you know? So the thing is, is I think they will go in every uh, or make every step because they do believe they are a winning football team as of right now. Uh, and they're not going to be like, oh, well, we want to rely on a, a rookie quarterback over what Mitch uh, can give us. So I do think Mitch will be the starter for at least half the half the season. A lot of people just think Pickett's going to be the the start from week one, but that's not the vibe I'm picking up. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that, and I think Trubisky kind of unlocks a ceiling that they don't really have in Pickett, just mobility wise mm-hmm. and and for fantasy wise. You know, you've laid it out there. That's kind of the one we'd probably prefer. Uh, right. to get going because if it, his ceiling hits then that's a really nice ceiling um want to talk a little bit about dk metcalf johnny the reports are now that he's not uh showing up here and that his contract talks have best basically at, he's not at mandatory minicamp and their contract talks have not Stop. resulted in a new deal so they've stalled out so how are we feeling about dk metcalf i mean just in a redraft fantasy perspective but do you think he remains on this on the seahawks do you think they get a deal done here or do you think he gets traded 
It is interesting because as of late, the Seahawks have been willing to just trade away these players that, you know, are coming into money. Like their, their cap situation isn't the best. So we've seen them start to make these moves uh, towards, you know, getting these bigger, uh, bigger stars that they can't necessarily, or they want to pay right now because their, their team just isn't in the spot winning wise. Uh, and so you're starting to see them turn that over into uh, draft picks and whatnot. We already had, had heard that whole stirrup of DK Metcalf potentially being traded before the draft. It didn't end up happening, but this could end up leading to that. Ultimately, I do think that they end up signing him, especially if they go out and get Baker Mayfield, where Baker's going to, you know, want to come in. He's going to be like, Hey, listen, I need some, some pieces to throw to. You can't just expect me to come in and we already know what that situation is like or what I'm like when I don't have wide receivers. So help me out. So I do think that that is something that will tie back in, but I do think uh, it is it, it's not fun when your when your players don't show up for camp for the mandatory uh, side of the training camp. Are yeah, John, I love that? I love how Johnny comes in here acting like he hasn't been the one to hold out from TFW's uh, mini camp oh, year after Sometimes year. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Get a new contract over yeah. here. Um, I, I'm just concerned about I'm concerned about DK in general. Um, don't know what's going to happen at quarterback. He is someone who has been great, but how much of his greatness has been the product of playing with a guy in Russell Wilson? That is a you know one of the most proficient deep ball throwers we've ever seen. So for me, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Is it, it's concerning uh, that you know what whatever the quarterback play is now there is hope in a dynasty format that next year they get in on the massive amount of QBs that are in the first round that we've talked about potentially. Mm-hmm. But those things change, Johnny. Like we thought that this QB class is going to be a little bit better than it was, and it ended up being yeah. really bad. So yeah. these things can change over time. I, I think getting out of DK before Russ <laughs> left, obviously hindsight is twenty twenty, would have been the best route. But I think a hold for now isn't bad. Hopefully, he can regain some value if he shows he can be wide receiver fifteen through twenty. That's where I think he could probably feasibly end up with Geno Smith or with uh, Drew Locke then I think you've got a case to kind of sell him at some peak, you know, some better value there in dynasty at least. Yep. Yep. Waiting on uh, five people, big Travi for this. I guess I know we're no worries. this up. Yeah. I've been, I've been trying to, that's why I've been kind of in and out here trying to um, uh, get people get to this. get in here. We've been all over the social media, but again, um, underdog fantasy, download the app underdog fantasy or go to underdogfantasy.com. use the promo code tfw and that will get you up to a hundred dollars matched money and we just need five more people in this spot so make sure you get over here yeah and then we can start this bad boy I'm trying to get people to do things they shouldn't do and in, in the twitter <laughs> dms i got people like i'm at work and i'm like no go ahead draft and draft yeah. and work and z's like no i can't i drive for fedex oh, oh yeah that, that no. wouldn't be it That's, uh, Johnny, I want, wanted you to speak quickly on the Rams' backfield because Kyron Williams, the rookie that they drafted, um, broke his foot, so probably not going to be around for most of the summer, if not all of it. And then we've got uh, Daryl Henderson dealing with a soft tissue issue. So speak a little bit what you think about this. Is this Cam Akers to the moon? He's one of those dead zone running backs currently. I mean, this is definitely uh, up arrow for Cam Akers. The one nice thing that we do know about Cam Akers and the running back situation for the Rams is that they are going to give their lead guy the rock, right? So whether that be Cam Akers uh, and the, and then if he is injured, it would be H- Henderson. 
that is the nice thing is you know who the guy is going to be that's getting the bulk of the carries. You also know who the handcuff would be, and you also know that the handcuff can produce. We talk about Henderson and what he is capable of doing when he is given that starting role, that that lead back role. And and so as of right now, yeah, it's a little bit more up arrows for Cam Akers, but again, uh, very similar uh, to what and we were talking um, a couple of shows ago about seeing what we saw from Cam Akers in that playoff run. It didn't really wow me. It didn't, and which you know we did expect, right? Like he's coming back from a yeah. torn Achilles. It had only been six months. We get that aspect of it. We got that. But what I'm saying is, is when we saw him on the field, those certain uh, runs and explosive runs definitely came down quite a bit. So there is that concern for me with Cam Akers. And de- depending on where he ultimately ends up falling in drafts will determine whether or not I will have him on a lot of teams. But I can certainly tell you right now, Travis, I've had I've drafted him uh, maybe on one or two best ball teams, and I've had him on very minimal uh, redraft mock or mock draft. So. I'm, I'm not. He seems like a typical dead zone running back to me. One, because he's coming off the injury. Two, because we see what the Rams have done. They haven't really thrown to the backs in a while in this offense. A couple of years now, they've been low, you know, bottom in the league and throwing to the running back. <clears throat> and I just think there's other guys in that range that I'm liking a little bit better, you know, especially wide receiver at the wide receiver mm-hmm. position. I'm definitely um, smashing that. But there is the case to be made that it wasn't just the uh, coming back from the Achilles injury, which you would expect. You would expect him to be slow coming back, especially how fast he came back. Right. But then the defenses they played down the stretch were really good run defenses. Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. Dallas, or uh, not Tampa, not Dallas, Tampa Bay, San Francisco, um, even Cincinnati's run defense were v- very tough run defenses in the playoffs. So that's another aspect to be thinking of when we look at what's going on with Cam Akers there. Still holding tight on five people. We've got people in and out of this thing. Our our buddy Dave Kluge over from Football Guys is tweeting this out. (laughs) He's been telling me he's in, he's out. He, he, you know, his his wife's like, we got to go to a food truck thing. Then (laughs) wait. So we'll we'll see what happens here. If you guys know anybody that will want to get in this, share the link with them. They can get up to a hundred dollars matched money by using the promo code TFW on Underdog Fantasy, the app, or using UnderdogFantasy.com. Anthony coming in here. Sorry, I'm a little behind on the stream. I got a call. Check out Anthony and the boys over on Get Right Fantasy. Uh, but he said, not worried about Lenny. He'll be fine. You know, I kind of I kind of agree with that. Um, I think, you know, it's like, we'll give it a couple months. And these guys, I feel like they can lose weight really quick. So if they need to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. With their with Big Travi as their nutritionist. <laughs> That's right. Always on, says, on. Imagine if Josh Allen had a receiver like DQ or Julio in his prime. Yeah. Yeah, he does have one. His I mean, name Stephon is Stephon Diggs. Diggs. His Stephon name is Stephon Diggs. Diggs is great, but I mean, I think imagine him having both of those guys. Oh yeah, you giving him like Calvin Ridley and and Julio in his prime? That would be pretty nasty. Yeah, I agree. All right, we're still waiting here on a few more spots. Four more, four, four more, more spots. Another, another person in the draft now, so only four more, you guys. This is coming quick, so make sure you Look get on that. over here. Push that out. Right there. And we'll get in there and start talking through some of these picks here. What's kind of your favorite thing about drafting in best ball, Johnny? I mean, obviously we've talked about the 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 perks of, you know, it's the best part, which is, you know, drafting. Uh, you don't have to set your lineup. You get the best score possible, all those things. But what's been some of your favorite things? You know, we we started doing more best ball last year. 
Yeah, uh, definitely a lot different um, mindset, right? It's a lot more casual and fun. Uh, obviously, you just hit on it. You know, you we don't have to ever set our lineups. We just come back at the end of the year and see if we won or lost uh, this this draft. But uh, it, it is nice in the sense of you get a little bit better feel of where guys are going because any amount of money, this is only a $3 best ball draft, which isn't a ton of money. We get it, but it does make for a slightly different draft when you have some kind of Skrillex on, on the line. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that is what I really like to see is like the difference between mock drafting and best ball drafting. And then there's also some guys that, you know, are better best ball draft uh, guys to target best ball. And I'm more inclined to go after those guys in best ball versus in a redraft or a dynasty league. I would probably, and a guy that comes to point, Tyler Lockett for me uh, and in previous years, right? We love those boom weeks and best ball. I don't like them at all. And, and fantasy redraft leagues, cause you'd never know when you're going to get those mega balls weeks. And so that is a type of player or example of a guy who on one hand, you wouldn't be drafting in one certain type of fantasy football league, or at least I wouldn't. And then in another one, those are the exact guys you want to target. So knowing the difference between those two guys is also very handy. I'd like to hear from Whisper Nation in the chat too. Let us know what your yeah. favorite things about, you know, drafting best ball, maybe your favorite stacks this season, your favorite strategies, anything you'd like to let us know about the best ball game and how you've been um, getting into it. We are down to only three spots three. left here. Three so. Spots. We're getting to it. We're going to get into this draft again. Uh, you can use the promo code TFW on Underdog Fantasy for up to $100 matched money. Let's see if there was any more news kind of coming out here. Yeah, so Ramondre Stevenson, Patriots running back, said he is focusing on his route running and being a third down back. So, Johnny, hmm. is that enough to get you a little bit more excited, even though the Patriots drafted two running backs here? Um, do we think there's anything to this or... No, no, it makes me less excited because that's not the role I want from him, nor is that the role that he, I mean, Bill Belichick knows more than I do, certainly, but you would, you would think that that's not the role that they would want him to be playing in. Um, he didn't have a ton of pass catching chops coming out of college, uh, you know, going to Oklahoma. I did like him as a running back coming out of Oklahoma. So did you Travis, but I don't want that role for him. I want the role of the the Damian Harris, you know, that potential step in there, not the pass catching, because I don't know how valuable that's necessarily going to be on a week-to-week basis, how confident you're going to be throwing that in your lineup versus, hey, you know, Harris is out or Harris is not in the picture. You've got him taking those one or two down roles. That's the one that you want. Yeah, there's just a uh, I, I might avoid all. I mean, I like Damian Harris. I mean, Dave Kluge was doing a lot. Friend of the show, a football yeah. guys, uh, writer and podcaster Dave Kluge um, was talking about Damian Harris and, and just what a value he is, because we have been, you know, um, kind of undervaluing him based on what he did last year. But I've also heard, you know, like we've looked at some of the stats on the 15 yard runs and speaking We're of Dave, Kluge, speaking yeah. of the Dave. Yeah, the devil. <laughs> the devil. <laughs> What's up, Dave? Appreciate you. He was he was cracking me up, man. I told him I'm in a glass case of emotions because he's like, I'm in. Oh, I gotta go. I'm out. I told my I told my wife to wait. I'm back in. So I was like, damn, dude, we're all over the place. But we're here, and I appreciate you in here. What you do for best ball draft? Yeah, dude. I mean, it's that's that, the things that you can prison. get away with. 
Freak Stomper, um, is Damian Harris still okay? I mean, he's still okay. Like, he's still physically fine. But they've definitely drafted, um, you know, running backs and kind of gotten us to a little bit, you know, pause a little bit on what they could do. And I'm like, still Steven, with them. I'm still with Yeah, so Johnny likes him. And I, Dave Kluge talked about liking him too. I, I, I would almost bet money Dave's going to draft him today in this best ball tournament. Well, you better draft him first then. Oh. We got two more spots left open. Two more. Pizza Belly saying, I love drafting, period. I would never do a best ball draft for big money, though. What would, well, what would be we, your limit there, Pizza Belly? Yeah, we're, is $3 considered a big, big, uh, high amount of draft? Well, he's in this one. He's good. We Ooh, got him in go. here. One more one person. person. That's it. One That's more person. We, we love and it. And then it's 30 minutes of playtime. Guys, we've got a packed week for you. We got Dwayne McFarland from PFF joining us on Thursday. We're going to talk about breakout wide yeah. receivers. So make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Give us a like on this video on your way in. Um, we are we are That's here, man. We are ready to rock and roll. Football Just- season is right around the corner. It's starting to get exciting. OTAs where you have to show up, but then some people don't like DK, you know, and it gets exciting. Of the news we talked about today, we talked about Fat Lenny. No offense. First of all, I think you can call other people fat if you're fatter than them. And that's where I'm at. I'm that definitely, is, I'm definitely that is, fatter than. I'm pretty sure that. So we've got like Fat Lenny. We've got DK Metcalf holding out or mini holdout. Okay. Uh, we've got Ramondre. We've got Daryl Henderson. What do you think is the biggest news for you? What, do you? what do you think, if any of these, makes the biggest impact? Oh, we're in, dude. Oh, we're in, dude. Hold on. Let me let me get these. What pick Thanks am I? Thanks, everybody, for seven? joining in here. I got pick seven, dude. I got just want to YouTube. Uh, what does it say? You best not reach. Myself, Wayne, Jacob Bly, Rastafarian. That's our boy, Anthony. El Chivo 209. I think that's his co-host. Johnny Game Time Hicks, Pizza Belly. And Dave Kluge. We've got Jay Blizzy and Dynasty Analyst 1. Look at that. Chunder closes us out at the 12. Ooh, I got the two. Got the two. Oh, yeah. What are you thinking here? Okay, I'm thinking well, I gotta, CMC. I got to go out. We did it, man. I know. We filled I, it. I, we filled I, I'm, it. I'm actually glad we filled it here because I know Dave was <laughs> bailing out on wifely responsibilities, and I want to make sure he's, he's still good with that. So let's see if this – I can't get this graphic to – well, I guess that somewhat works. Yeah, Pizza Belly bringing up the Traylon Burks breathing problems. I mean, that is definitely something we should keep an eye on. But like we were talking about with Corain last week, it just seems like something that is probably going to be blown out of proportion by the time we get there, right? Possibly. I think I think you it think will it's be. big. You're, yeah, you're on the clock, by the way. Oh, I know. I uh, just, I, I I just want to make sure you don't like mess up your stack draft over here. Two picks in, you know. That's all I'm saying. I, I ultimately, yeah, it's like these are the moments where you're, you know, if you're in dynasty, these are the moments you take and you try to go and acquire that player, mm. right? Because like you weren't going to be able to get uh, Uncle Lenny before, but now you could probably get him based off of the news that we have. So I want to shout out Wayne 31. He tweeted at us that I'm Wayne 31 in the draft. Let's go. And he made it in here. We appreciate everybody. Let's go fill this thing up. We, we want to try and bring you this show every week. Might be six, might be 12. Maybe we'll, we'll do some best ball mania, some puppy oh, drafts. Yeah. Um, would love to get everybody involved on this. So let us know if you're, if you're digging the underdog 
and the best ball Damn. drafts, and we'll keep it rocking and rolling. Took, took, I was really hoping that Justin Jefferson was going to fall to me. He I did not. Be, he did not. So do I go? You're going to go cut or is cup gone? You're going to go chase? I might go chase or I might go cook. You're going to chase what matters? I do like getting Najee, but I'm going to go with chase in the first round here. Debo Samuel showing up today at mini camps as Freak Stomper. That's the biggest news. Johnny, Ooh. we've talked now at length about Debo in or out. Let's say he's in. Are you still thinking he's a little bit drafted a little bit high because of the rushing production they used with him last year? <clears throat> yes, because I don't think they are going to. Well, we already know they're not going to use him in the same way, right? They drafted a, a running back to take those running carries that he got away because he voiced that he did not want to be a running back anymore. And so you have to presume that he's just going to, I mean, he might, he'll get a few touches here and there, but you take that. And the fact that like he rushed for 10 touchdowns last year, rushed, not caught rushed. Like we already talk about, we talk about how wide receivers, if they catch over 10 touchdowns in a season, chances are they're probably going to regress the next season with the touchdowns this guy i'm telling you he will not even have five rushing touchdowns next mm. year because of the amount of t that he will regress like i'll be surprised if he has over three frankly i will be very surprised if he has over three rushing touchdowns this year so you're talking about a lot of fancy points that are coming off for depot i don't know how he gets all those back especially with a rookie and i'm going to call him a rookie because he only started whatever you didn't get a play a lot but trey lance doesn't have a lot of even though he is impressing, I do think that there is uh, some some potential for him as a breakout run, uh, quarterback. But I just have a lot of concern, and for all those concerns, there's very little that actually make up ground as to me wanting. I, I probably won't have very much Debo at all on my team this year. So even if we take all the rushing away, Debo Samuel was the fifth highest in receiving yards last year. So somewhat to the point that's being made here by Wayne um, is that Jacob Wayne here, he says, I still think Debo can be a top 10 wide receiver with a more limited rushing workload. So I do, I do think it was eight. So by the way, Freak Stomper says it was eight touchdowns. I do think oh, that, that there's some points to that, that he was a okay. great wide receiver as well as this running back. Like let's not forget what he was doing as a wide receiver. But again, I think to Johnny's point is like, do we want to make more questions about these top tier wide receivers we're drafting or do we want less questions? And right now, what's the rushing going to look like for him, right? What's right. the addition of Trey Lance into the offense going to look like for him? You know, um, what is his relationship with Kyle Shanahan based on some of the holdout stuff? Like what are, what are all these things that we're looking at they're extra questions. Now, I will say that in this tier of wide receivers where we've got A.J. Brown and Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill and these other guys, there are plenty of questions with those guys as well, all new all new situations. So, I mean, I guess that's where you're, you know, you're kind of apples and oranges there, but I, I think that's some of the thinking that goes into, you know, when, we, when we're dissecting what Debo Samuel is to us. So he had he – had 14 total touchdowns, which was a 10.3% rate, which was number two in the league last year. Buying the dip on Lenny here. I'm taking him in the second. I looked at him. I was like, Lenny or Swole. at him, and then you're like, you're too Yeah. Good. Well, I just like, yeah, I liked how Swole, DeAndre Swift, <laughs> yeah, looks two compared. Two different pictures, so, right? Yeah. So, yeah. 
yeah, I was like, it's like the beach body, the one that you want, or the beach body that you actually have. I'm going to go with the one that I want. So um, that's why I went with DeAndre Swift over Lenny. Great. But that was a good find there. That was a good, especially paired with CMC. The here, okay, a couple, just a couple of red flags for me, tar, uh, Travis. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Finish this point here, and then I want to play okay. a little bit of a video to show Whisper Nation what we got coming up in in the month of July. Ooh, but yeah, I do like that. Um, so sixty four point two percent catch rate last year, which was fiftieth in the league, not great, right? And uh, you pair that, you know, once again we were talking about Trey Lance as the quarterback coming in. You, you feel less confident with that down the field stuff. Right. And the, and the targets. And the other thing is the, um, the target is, is, uh, yards per target and yards per reception. He ranked first in both of those 11.7 yards per target, 18.2 yards per reception. I do not expect both of those to be that high next year. Uh, I mean, would you expect those to be that high? So it's just all showing me regression for, for Debo, so that's why I'm so off. Do I? I could, I could see that. Um, my my thing is, is the PFF rushing grade was top five last year. When we saw him in his rookie season, he was a boss before he got hurt. Um, I do think if we're actually trying to ask which of these players, Kittle, um, Debo, Ayuk, which of them can be the main vein for them, I still think it's Debo. Remember what Shanahan said last year that. Debo tells me to give him the ball. I give him the ball. I listen when he tells me things. So again, I do think there's, there is a case for that, but again, I think there's other guys. I, I probably have a little bit more confidence in going around him at the wide receiver position. Yeah. That's just where it's at. Like, do I th still think he's a great wide receiver? Absolutely. Do I think that he finishes in like that 10 to 12 range? Most likely. It'll do I think he's where he ends up ADP wise, if he does come back to the team and in all these mocks that we're doing, where does he settle in? Um, and speaking of mock drafts, Johnny, next yeah, month is. we have our mock draft marathon. And I want to tell a little bit of whisper nation that's with us here right now about it. You won't. Maybe I won't. Are you clicking it? I thought you were. Oh, I'm going to click. I <laughs> thought you were. Wow. So, okay. You I you thought you were teeing it up. All right. I'll Ladies and gentlemen, that, that is podcasting. That is that a is. show. That is live show <laughs> at its best right there. Best in the business. To play this is us what happens, out. This is what happens when we have a out. live show. Yeah. Yeah. See, Freak Stomper says he expects yeah. some fall off. You should expect some fall off from us when we do a surprise Tuesday show for sure. Yep. But here's here's no fall off. Here you go. Mock Draft Marathon. What is this? It's consecutive mock drafts for a total of 24 hours. Requires hours and even years of preparation. Which is a little bit controversial, but... Are you shitting me, Johnny? I didn't plan that, I swear. I can pretty much say 100%. Something that you really love to do. Let well, the games begin. Somebody came in and stole Johnny, and they're hijacking his draft. Are you going to blame it on a 78-year-old neighbor? Damn it. You guys stuck in a super flex? I knew it. Ball is going to taste different than this meatball. That's not that bad from a flex. Outliers decide fantasy here. Stand out above the crowd. About the same set of 200 players, and it never gets old. That's Ooh. right. July 23rd through J July 24th, 24 hours straight. We're mock drafting again for the fourth year in a row, Johnny. So make sure, Whisper Nation, you're subscribed over on YouTube 
and you know kind of get a slide in our dms let us know who you want to see i mean we've pulled yeah. some of the biggest names in the industry we're excited to keep pulling them um and we want to see who you know which experts you want to see besides us obviously we know you know we're your favorite but well, besides us and who, who you want to go with well i don't know i don't know if we should ask him that because they might actually say no we don't want to see you guys on there <laughs> We just rather see all these other big Well, names. you know, it doesn't matter. It's all good. No, it's all good in the hood. We're excited. Excited for that big event. Dave, who was on it last right year. Right now. Yeah, was on it last year. Going to be on it this year. We got filling it up. You're on the clock, Travis. Speaking of filling sure. it up. Damn it. I knew you were going to go there. I was going between Cortland Sutton and Allen Robinson. Damn it. I had, I had a feeling that's where you were gonna, knew you were gonna do that. Yeah, dude. Of course, I'm gonna do that. Well, I'm glad that you are now on board with the whole wide receiver opposing Cooper Cup now. I mean, I just think Allen Robinson's in a spot to smash. I mean, if we just look at what OBJ did last year in this offense, no OBJ for at least you know half the season, probably more. Um, if the if he does end up signing with them, so I, I'm just really no, just, into it. Just look at what Robert Woods has done the last three years. He's been solid, like he's the he's the most underrated. So kudos to you getting Allen Robinson. Congratulations. That is honestly one of my biggest steals right now in drafts. Because for some reason, every every year, that wide receiver, you know, I'm going to quote-unquote wide receiver two for the Rams always is going in that fourth and fifth round. Every year, it, it makes no sense. Yet, they finish as a top 15 wide receiver every single year. Jacob saying, locking in that Herbert Williams stack. You love to see it. Yeah, I, I was looking at Herbert, too. What do you think some of your favorite stacks in the game today? Well pancake stacks um you know stacks of fat cash yeah we love stacks yeah. of fat cash haven't don't see that often haven't seen yeah, yeah haven't seen well, those we, we love the time, idea but, those are some of the best stacks though is the ones that you rarely see right uh, um no but in all seriousness i do think that i do think that there is a good stack of well i do like the combo of tom brady and gronk if Gronk ends up coming back. I think that's an undervalued stack, especially at a tight end position. Um, obviously, Cooper Cup and and Matthew Stafford. That's another one that I'm I'm definitely going for. If I get Cooper Cup, heavily trying to get Matthew Stafford on those teams. Heavy Amari Cooper, Amari Pooper Scooper Cooper. Is that who you're going to go with? Yeah. Oh. I let's see. Kluge is I'm hoping here. my running back that I want falls to the next. I did. I was eyeing Travis Etienne. I was trying to get my first share of Travis Etienne and best balls just now, but it didn't work because he didn't fall to me. So in a summer of best ball, who has the best balls? Man, if we still were sponsored by a certain company, that would be a great segue. Freak I know that would be So in a startup right now, I picked Cup, Debo, and T with my first three picks. I got Walker, uh, Kenneth Walker, Damian Harris, Jacobs, Kittle, Stafford, 12-team, half-point PPR, QB, one single QB, Dynasty. That's my starting lineup. I like it. 
yeah, this is good. I mean, it looks like you were able to probably wait on the first wave of tight ends and get Kittle, which I think is coming at a huge value this year. I'm a little bit worried about Kittle for some of the same reasons we're worried about Debo with Trey Lance. But if I'm confident in one of those guys, it might be Kittle, you know, because we've seen how rookie QBs or at least younger QBs can kind of focus on their tight end mm-hmm. safety valve. Damn it, dude. Dude, I should have known better that this was going to go there. I thought about yeah. taking him right here, but that's all right. Well, hopefully I don't get my pick sniped here by Pizza Belly. If you do it, okay, good. I was going to say, if you do it to me, I will be visually upset <laughs> on this live stream. But you didn't, so thank you for that, because I'm going to get my stack em. My stack right now, Joe Burrow and Chase. Without without having to – oh, right here, yeah. Okay. So how do I know that, though? How do you know that I had Chase? Uh, I was was looking at – You scroll up here and see that (laughs) I took Jamar Chase right there, boy. I'm not talking about you. I was trying to figure (laughs) something out because I want to, you know, try to – look at ADP versus what my actual pick is, but without having to do the math, you know, I don't, I don't really want to do math. They, TFW doesn't pay me the big bucks to do the math here. No, I usually it's do the math saying, You sniped Cooper from him, Johnny. Let's go. Let's go. Well, you had a chance to get me back pizza belly by getting, by getting uh, Joe, but you didn't. So thankful. Although Antonio Gibson, I do like that pick by pizza belly. No, you don't dude. I do. And the sixth round. So that's like a big difference right there. You talk about just a couple of just looking off. Like this is our first first or second uh, 12-team best ball. And you could already tell, like Juju, going in the fifth round. Yeah, he's kind of – Which I do like, which I do like. Again, I've been – He's been steamed up. Sky Moore is another one too. He's getting you going Amon Raw, huh? Yeah, I just – of those wide receivers that are sitting there, I think he's I he's a really good bet. I mean, you know, we're going to, again, we're going to have Dwayne McFarland from PFF on on Thursday, so make sure you tune in for the TFW Live show. That'll be 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. But we're going to talk breakout wide receivers. One of the guys he lists in the article, obviously Amon Ross St. Brown for what he did last year and his PFF grade, some of the things he was able to accomplish, target market share, those things. Yeah, some of that's, you know, situational, of course, but... Everything situational. I'm gonna go with our guy. Just like you hitting that subscribe button right now. If you're watching and haven't subscribed, let us know. Hit that subscribe. Let us know in the comments. We'll give you a shout out. You won't look at Johnny's sunshine hair. Just noticed it. He said, "Oh yeah, yeah." I just I decided long hair, long hair club. Yeah, it was a Tuesday, you know, in the office. So I felt like, hey, why not let the hair down a little bit? And then Travis was like, he saw me and was like, hey, you're camera ready. Let's go. Let's go yeah, live. Let's do it. What do you think about that? You got you got nothing to nothing to hide here. Nothing. Z, we got to get you in on one of these shows, man. I know your work is uh yeah. Day job's keeping you from that, but just quit, dude. No, I'm just kidding. In this economy, do not quit. In this economy. Oh my gosh, bro. When you someone, what was the tweet? The tweet this oh, morning. Kyle Dvorak of NBC yeah. Sports, who we'll have on in a couple of weeks, was saying that he saw CMC going at 107 in the wild. Did and I said, in this economy. I love, dude, that was classic. I mean, it's just, it's wild to see the 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 
precipitous fall of all right well i shouldn't say that he's still in the first round so asking for a friend here i only have deandre swift i need a running Uh-oh. back dave need, with the all okay. caps do i go aj Dillon or miles sanders i'm on miles uh, i would if you're going ceiling i'd go Dillon, but sanders is the right floor play one aj Dillon then you went oh no court. i clicked it <laughs> Oh, I love it. Oh, no. Dave says, El Chivo, WTF, man, you blew my Cowboys stack. Oh, I just blew my whole entire best ball (laughs) draft right now. I wanted to go solo on your pain. Well, you could have. That was not... It was not great pain. I I actually kind of like it. Just a big in the knife takes AJ AJ Dillon there. Yeah, that's cold-blooded. Yeah, because he knew... And he's probably going to wait around and get... Unbelievable. Trying to get this to look the best. I got some Tom Brady Leonard Fournette correlation here. I'm I'm digging that. I do like that. I think Tom Brady continues to be super undervalued right now. Like one of the quarterbacks that I'm (laughs) I'm definitely eyeing. Dave's emotions have got to be everywhere. First of all, he's recovering from surgery. So shout out to Dave. Hopefully, speedy recovery. He's taking a break from content, so he's probably just over here grinding all these best ball drafts. And he gets in here, then he gets out, then he gets back in, and di- and they come in and they basically ruin his his stack because he had Zeke, <laughs> CD, and Schultz, and he was just he just oh he was getting Dak, he just needed Dak, and one, two, three spots before, yeah. Oh, that's cold blooded. That is cold blooded. That's some good stuff right there. That's some pure. I like this. Great. There's no a. economy. We're just printing wide receivers. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually that's, true. Yeah. That, that's really great. That's yeah, they're not great. backed by anything. <laughs> We're just printing them. Damn you, Pizza Belly. I can't believe you, man. That's cold blooded. I told you both of those guys. Jeez. Both Jeez. gems. Dave, you forced the stack and paid the price, paid the iron price. Oh. Come on. Shout out to Game of Thrones. Who do I want here? I'm going to have to go Damien. I'm going to have to go Damien. I need I need running backs. Damien, like the Satan spawn? Damn, Damien. this draft is horrible for me. Yeah, it, it's been bad since you started. I know Basically, I started. Since you started in, in fantasy years ago. Well, it's been, it's been I don't know, bad. yeah. It's been bad for you. Some could argue, yeah. I like the beginning of my draft, but I like the first three rounds. Then after that, dude, just it gets a little icky. Portland Sutton, Amari Cooper. Oh, I'm sorry. What? Pizza Belly says, "Hey, dude, not my fault. It's for all the for all the Skrilla." Oh yeah, not your fault. I get that. You have to do what you have to do, but it is cold blooded, dude. After I was just saying I wanted one of those two guys, and then I got auto picked. Traylon Burks, come on, that's horrible. Hate that. Watch, that's gonna he's gonna end up blowing up, dude, and then I'm gonna end up winning because see, him. this is the conundrum. Do I go the Trey Lance upside with Brady, or do I go the Matt Stafford stack with Allen Robinson? I'm going to go um, Trey Lance. Yeah, you would go. I would go Trey Lance. I'm going to go Trey Lance. You know, I've heard some three QB situations tossed around, but I don't know if I'd do it with these good of quarterbacks. Well, 
Yeah, that was interesting to me because I am more in prone to or in, in, in the prone. line of in prone. I like that word. <laughs> uh, I'm more in prone to draft three quarterbacks, but when I take the third quarterback, it's not a guy that you would. It's not like I'm going out there and I'm trying to get like Kyler, uh, Lamar, and and. Trey Lance. I'm not doing something well, so like that. There's, there's conflicting theories, right? So the idea would be like, if you got one to two, you'd get them earlier. If you got three, you'd get them late. But I damn you, seen... everyone just taking my damn picks here. Kad- and Kadarius Tony, then Zach Ertz. Come on. Sorry. Uh, Zach Ertz was me and I do not yeah, regret I it. In fact, I, I like it even more. I looked at you when you said, when I said Zach Ertz <laughs> and I stared into your soul. <laughs> so then, uh, <laughs> Uh, I didn't feel that at all. I hate this damn uh, I mock. I must not have a Why did we um, this? this isn't a mock. This is for money, Johnny. Three dollars you'll never see again. Yeah, um, that's true. What was I going to say about this? Oh, but Hayden Winks was doing a study. Hayden Winks of Underdog. You can follow on YouTube and Twitter. Uh, he was doing a study, and he was saying actually, if you want some uniqueness, it might be okay to double tap the QB, which I had been kind of doing. Didn't know it was like a frowned upon strategy, but I had done a couple this year. Yeah. Thanks, Ben Laden. Um, so <laughs> just kidding. Uh, it is. I've always. I mean, even in redraft leagues, it's not been. We've talked about this during the mock draft marathon. Um, how? Now I don't even want to say which one do I go with. I'm going to go with Kareem. Kareem the Dream. Uh, uh even in redraft leagues, I had been kind of an advocate, which isn't a popular opinion, by the way, of taking two quarterbacks, right? Getting one of those rushing upside guys that you see and you like, and that we are confident in guys like Kyler Murray, guys like, uh, you know, uh, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then in the back end of your draft, especially if it's only a single quarterback, even, you know, like this is especially where I like to implement this. In those, you know, rounds 10, exactly, 10 through 15, those are mostly gambles anyway. Now, I understand if you have some guys high on your list as dart throws that you really want to get, by all means, go for them. Mm. But considering that I always have like six or seven of those guys and I don't like to get all six or seven on every single team, I'm going to get, you know, two, three, four of those guys. And then I like grabbing that quarterback like a Trey Lance this year, like a Lamar three years ago, like a Tom, you know, Tom Brady last year was going, uh, you know, in the middle. And I was like, Hey, grab Jalen hurts at the end of your drafts. Even if you grab Tom Brady, because being able to play the two quarterback system, I know people will talk about how valuable a bench spot is. And it, and it certainly is. But if you're telling me I have a chance to, because quarterbacks, obviously smaller pool, you have a better shot of kind of picking when a quarterback is going to finish in the top 10 in any given week over, you know, some wide receiver four that I'm banking on a injury or in order to get some kind of production, or I'm really just hoping he goes into his own. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like it's easier to find another yeah. wide receiver. Like all I got to like say is Z pizza belly put you on huge tilt because know, all, you all, just been, you just been gabbing away and away about this. 
Well, that's what I And do. it's like, dude, and then Pizza Belly's like, man, I would have picked those dudes whether you talked about them or not. <laughs> oh, that's a lie. Uh, you were, you, hold on, Pizza Belly, you're trying to tell me that you those guys were definite on your list right there? Oh, yeah, he's saying you have nothing on him, dude. All right, I got to start getting into some... I'm going a little haywire here. I don't... That's what happens when Pizza Belly puts me on tilt, man. What do we think if the Grudy or Grudy, if the Judy groin thing is real, lingers? Tim Patrick, right, is next up. That that would be your next drafted wide receiver, or would it be KJ Hamler? Would you wait and do KJ Hamler way later? See, I I personally think that TP is a good wide receiver. I think that he. If you were on another team, I definitely think you would be a starting wide receiver for them. Because of draft capital, though, and KJ Hamler and the type of position, like TP is much more of a replacement or one for one for Cortland Sutton or on the outside, right? Whereas, you know, you could see KJ play on from the slot much more often. He's that deep threat, that go type of wide receiver. So I think in best ball, I'm going for KJ Hamler over TP. But if you're asking me who do I think ends up having a better year, I think that TP ends up having a better overall year than KJ Hamler. Maybe some of our guys in the, in the chat, <clears throat> Dave, um, Z, Jacob Wayne, if any of those guys can tell me last year's best ball mania winner, if they – knew about strategy coming in, like not saying they were dumb and they didn't know about strategy, but did they have specific strategies that we're taking to heart today? And what I mean by this is I wonder if we're reverse engineering who won to try and figure out if we can get a leg up, but it's like, really, I don't know if that's how they went in to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like they went in. What you're saying is, is I think just draft, Draft close to ADP. Draft the best players available. Make sure you're you're, you're kind of getting oh, yeah. enough QBs and enough. Davis saying, yeah, Liam's a best ball goat. Okay, yeah. so like that, then the strategy checks out for me. So then I need to I need to open my mind a little bit more to stacking and and looking at week seventeen stuff and and things of that nature. So that's that's good to know. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, it would be nice to put together some kind of baseline. Or just, you know, like five five bullet points on, on things that you definitely want to keep in mind every single time you're going into a best ball draft. Like, hey, stack your, your wide receiver and a quarterback. Hey, you know, um, don't typically get over two quarterbacks. I know Dave is a big, big advocate of like he just drafts like one quarterback, uh, sometimes two. So it's like things like that. Um I think that it, that would be very handy and helpful. Handy dandy. <laughs> I like this one. I drafted the same quarterback quarterback twice. Taysom <laughs> Hill. You drafted him as a Taysom quarterback Hill. and a tight end. Oh man! What All right, there is there is a guy that I'm hoping falls to me here, but I'm not going to mention him because I don't need Pete's belly taking him. <laughs> Picked up the old Rob Gronkowski, huh? Do you yeah. think he ends up coming back? You- I think so. If we look at like what his history has been, 
I mean, he's just been a guy that probably doesn't really want to do the workouts <laughs> right yeah. now. You know, he just well, probably wants to wait. And, and did you hear the story about Fournette? Like Fournette was yeah. interviewing with New England and basically Brady was like, what are you doing? We were like, what, get your, what is your ass doing up there? Like get your yeah. ass back down here basically. So, well, did, well, and then did you see, Oh, look at this pizza belly saying the student has become the master. Stop teaching me so well, Johnny. So uh-huh. there you go. Wow. That's a nice compliment there. Um, the, did you see the quote where <laughs> Uncle Lenny was like, I don't know. He saw some, he was seeing a bunch of jerseys and, oh, I'm on the clock here. I see what <laughs> oh, I'm going to go Damian Pierce, dude. That's actually, let's go. Let's go. Um, he, long story short, there was some jersey that there was a lot in the crowd of, said jersey and uncle lenny was like oh i i hope some people are going to be in the stands next year wearing my jersey and then gronk like met, tweeted him back and was like don't worry i'll wear i'll wear a number seven jersey in the stands for you next year <laughs> uh, well maybe i mean you think that's a tell i think gronk's coming back i i do think it is a well like at first, I did think it was a tell because I was like, okay, then I don't know if he is actually coming back. But then knowing how of a joking personality Gronk is and like how he does sometimes like to send those like mix, miss, mixed messages, I do think that he ends up ultimately coming back. I think that there, there's no way or a very slim chance that Tom Brady would come back if he knew that uh, Gronk was not going to come back with him. Also, did you know that? And I just heard this story too. Did you know that Gronk actually did get traded did you to know Detroit? That when it snows, my, what? Sorry, did you <laughs> get a kiss from a rose there? Wow. Uh, there. Uh, did Gronk you know, was almost traded to Detroit. Yeah. No, no, he he was actually traded. Like they agreed on it, and then they called like the uh, the team and the agent called Gronk and was like, hey. You're being traded to Detroit. And Gronk is like, uh, how are you trading a player that is retired? And they're like, wait, you're retiring? And he's like, well, yeah, if I'm going to Detroit, I am. And then they're like, okay, well, we're not. Uh, then they're like, okay, well, we won't do the deal. And so he's like, okay, then I won't retire. How crazy is that? I mean, that makes sense. He was like, I don't want to play he, in I thought he taught it. Yeah, I thought that's, I, I, I had heard that one before, I think. Because he was on Fox NFL talking about it a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Who do I'm just trying to star some players I think have some big upside in this area. What do we think about Daryl Williams? You know, Jago was on with us last night talking about him and kind of piqued my interest. Because if you were in on maybe Keontae Ingram as a contingency pick, how do we feel about Daryl Williams? He's kind of done this role before and, and flashed in it. So, if well, he, that is if that is my in, big concern. Like that, that's the big concern with James Conner right now. That isn't really being. That was why I was so frustrated when they did bring him in because, right? You look at what Daryl has voiced himself at what he really likes to do and wants to become. He's like, I want to be a running back that's known for great hands. We saw him make some really spectacular plays last year. Well, guess what? the position he would be coming in to get would be that Chase Edmonds role. 
what did Chase Edmonds mostly do on this team? Be that pass catching option for them. And so when you when you have, but here's the other issue that I have. That is the bigger concern with the James Conner is James Conner got the goal line because he was the bigger back. He was that physical guy at the at the goal line. And he's been phenomenal. One of the best at actually getting in the end zone when they're around the goal line. I give him props to that. That was one of the most frustrating things about Kenyon Drake. But Daryl is no, you know, Chase Edmonds, like as far as, you know, meat wise, like meat on the bone wise, like he's he's built to be one of a like a more stout goal line guy. So if he does end up giving getting a little bit more of that work and James Conner now all of a sudden does not have that high, you know, 12, 10, 12 rushing upside uh, touchdown upside then that is a concern for me for sure. And then that would kind of scare me off of James Conner a little bit. Now, now you kind of got me interested in potentially taking some flyers for Daryl. Yeah. I just think he might be a good, especially in best ball. He's a good, like late round stab. I like that. Man, I just can't, I mean, wide receiver dried up real quick. Would you go? I guess I can probably be done with wide receiver, to be honest. How many wide receivers do you have? Five. Okay. It's pretty good. Yeah. I think I might be done with them. I don't know. We'll see. I've got four. One, two, three, four. Yeah, I gotta I gotta round out my next couple of picks here with some wide receivers. But I grabbed some running backs that I actually think are pretty solid there. Dude, you want to talk about a guy that might be, I mean, maybe I'm I'm just living in the past. But what about Mark Ingram, dude? Oh, Mark Ingram, I think, is another guy that in best ball is, well, hell, even in redraft, right, is pretty much going undrafted. But because of Kluge coming in yeah. saying Daryl's is the second most rostered running back here. Going back to Daryl Williams, but yeah, yeah, I I think that's. I'm glad that you mentioned that because I wasn't really even thinking about that truly until you brought it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad I could help you out. <laughs> this is why you go live. I'm just gonna take Daryl here then. Yeah, you should because if he made it around, yeah. if you made it around to the next yeah, round, he's, gonna... he's yeah, he's gone. So you definitely need to do that. I think I am going to go three QB here if if this guy makes it to me. What's the, who's this guy? And he, oh, Danny Dimes, you were going to go yeah, for Danny? Yeah, I was going to go Danny Dimes there. I don't know what to do here. We have 15 seconds to figure it out. Yeah, I guess I'll go the poor man's Danny Dimes. I'm going to go Zach Wilson here. <laughs> the poor man's Danny Dimes. That's gold. That's uh, gold. I just am in on Danny Dimes. I, I think everything is pointing to Daniel Dimes, Daniel Dimes Jones. <laughs> uh, at least, obviously, being at least being competent. Now, mm -hmm. you could actually paint a picture on through this point in their career 
Daniel Jones versus Justin uh, or uh, Josh Allen. And Dable was the reason behind that resurgence. We like the weapons in New York, even though they haven't been healthy all the time. The offensive line should be improved. I don't know how much, but it should be. Um, and I just think his rushing ability, that's the one thing that people don't talk enough about. Like his his rushing ability is is an, um, an amazing asset to have in fantasy. So yeah. he throws the ball deep pretty well. If they get that going and he runs, that's enough for me in fantasy to be relevant. I mean, we've got shitty real-life quarterbacks that we constantly prop up because, you know, they run and they throw deep. Yeah, giant stacks are some of my favorite, super undervalued with Dable. I agree. I just think that the way the Giants are setting up, and we'll see. I mean, the ADP might stay this way through the summer because people hate the Giants. I mean, as Steph Smalls pointed out, we haven't been burned by them just last year. We've been continuously burned by the Giants. So that's why I think well, we have that. burned by the Giants and the play. Like Kenny G has burned people at basically every single year. Yeah, even in Detroit. Right. When he was good. Right. So that's why I'm saying is like, it's no wonder, like people are so far off Kenny G, but I still think he's a, I think I, you know, I, I hate to say it, but the giants are a really good value at all positions right now. Dude, watch no one's respecting. Watch what dude? What am I watching? Ooh, Hayden Hurst. Pizza belly. That's a good tight end pickup right there, especially in a best ball. I do like Hayden Hurst. Did you see the highlight video that came out? Dude, he's had two highlight videos so no. far. Dude, I yeah. like it because I drafted him in Dynasty in our in our rookie and free agent draft as my backup to Mark Andrews. So. Yeah, that was a that was a solid pick because it well, he quietly went over there, right? Gets traded right. over there. But then all the talk had, is T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. Right. But even and, Uzuma got some spike games in there. And so when you're talking about, um, when you're talking about best ball, again, you don't have to worry about trying to figure those ones, those ones out. You just get the best ones. So you're going to have a couple. Austin Hooper is a good tight end, but the reason, the reason it was interesting is because I've already seen two highlight, you know, um, you know what they do with the with the social media these days and trying to (laughs) highlight these guys. Uh, I've seen two highlight films of Austin Hooper so far. All right. Speaking of Giants. Austin Hooper or Hayden Hurst? Uh, Or Hayden Hurst. Do I go Wandale here? Yeah, I'm going to go Wandale. Give me that upside. Give me that high, high, high upside. Uh, talking about you know, CJ Uzama or U- mm-hmm. Uzama, Uzama, that's how you pronounce his I name correctly. I don't right? remember, yeah. <laughs> uh, I know we were told, but I got to get that right. He had 49 receptions and he had five touchdowns last year, 10% uh, touchdown rate. He had six red zone targets and he had a he had just a 12.3% target market share, Travis. Mm-hmm. I do think it will be interesting because of how talented he really is. Uh, Hearst, that is, if that does get bumped up to around that 15% mark, right? 63 total targets for uh, CJ last year, and I don't think he's quite the tight end that uh, Hurst is. So I definitely think you could probably expect to see around 80 
targets, in my opinion. Dude, I'm going for the cheat code here. Taysom Hill. Oh, I thought you were going to go with the other uh, ultimate cheat code and um, Jelani, Jelani Woods. For when Matt Ryan decides to hang it up midseason and they're like, we don't even have a quarterback right now. Let's go with uh, Jelani. good. They're not going to do that. I'm excited for Matt Ryan in Indianapolis. What are you looking at here? Uh, what you... Marlon Mack. That's gross. Yeah, that's pretty hideous. But I mean, he should start as the starter. Maybe. Right? Most likely. If you can assume any kind of rational coaching. Marlon Mack should start as the starter. And he'll probably get usurped. I think Damian Pierce will end up better. But... Let's say he doesn't. Lovey Smith is one of those guys I feel like you can assume rational coaching on. You can? You can, yeah. Like, I, he's one of the guys that is going to do the what would perceive to be the right football move. I don't think he's one of those guys that's like, oh, hey, no, 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 I'm so confident and stuff like that. Like, I understand you're a great player and you're really good at what you do, but... um, So Johnny has faith in Lovey Smith making the right football move. But if you want to make the right fantasy football move, hit the subscribe button. Give us a like on your way in. Help us grow the channel. We just want one more sub. Let us know if you're new to the channel and we will shout you out. But we just want one more sub. That's it. That's all we want. Just one more. Our job is done if we do that. We'll pack it up. Shut pro, pro move right there. Yeah, you know. Well done. Best in the biz. Best in the biz. Um, yeah, I'm excited. We're rounding out that we, first of all, shout out to Whisper Nation. We filled yeah, up this, this uh, underdog draft. We're trying to get into the business of fantasy football. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> of doing these on Tuesday regularly. So maybe we'll get some guests on here. Yeah. Um, we'll get we'll get Dave in his in his arm sling, dude, on here, drafting with one hand. Oh, that's gotta be tough, dude. He's drafting left handed now. Um, let's see. That's got that's Jacob an adjustment. Went. That's an adjustment. Oh, Dave just wanted the shout out here. He says, I sub. Sorry I wasn't before. <laughs> nice. Unreal, dude. Yeah. Unreal. No, we appreciate you, Dave. Thank you. We appreciate everybody else. Yeah. Here in the chat. And rocking with us and the millions, millions watching around the world. So Dave's a fr- officially friend of the show, Dave. Yeah, we'll get the shout out on tomorrow or on Thursday's show as a new sub. Excited for that, dude. Last round of this best uh, ball draft here. You got any any guys in that you have in mind right here? Any Yeah, I'm gonna go for these. Targets? So I have three people starred here. Well, you only As the, these one, are, they're going to complete super gross, super late stacks. Ready? Danny okay. Gray, San Francisco wide receiver, rookie yeah. wide receiver. Yeah. Braxton Berrios, the legend. Bra- Dude, the Berrios monster is way underrated. Scotty Miller. Okay. Scotty Miller is kind of the most interesting because Godwin hurt. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. I'd rather. I think Danny Gray's upside might be the one. I also thought about Will Fuller. No team right now. The Will what Fuller if, is an interesting if, one like, to what me. What if Will Fuller goes to like 
Cleveland with Deshaun or if Will Fuller goes to Green Bay. Oh, dude, if if Will Fuller goes to Cleveland, that would be absolutely nasty. He would be a wide receiver too, minimum, with wide receiver one upside. Like I would draft him in a lot of. Actually. I wonder how much Dave, how many how many shares of uh, Will Fuller, Fuller you got out there? Yeah, how many, has Will Fuller already gone in this one? No, he's no, he's still there, right there at the top, asking me to draft him right now. All right, I'm on the clock. Do I go? Do I go Will Fuller or Mo Ali Cox? My my tight ends. Uh, I do have some pretty good tight ends. I have Mike Jacecki and Kyle Pitts. Mm. I'd go Mo Ali Cox. I I would not have picked Jacecki, but that's just a. We you just hate on him. I just oh think my he's gosh, be I clicked <laughs> Well, at least this time it autocorrects this. Uh, I went to I went to hit Moali and then it it said you missed your pick. It clock expired. Velas Jones is interesting, Anthony saying Velas Jones thoughts. He's been getting a lot of hype. My problem and actually Dave would be a great person to ask yeah. on on Jones cuz he's a big Bears guy. But my issue is that I do think Mooney is going to be a guy that you want. I think he's going to be, at the end of the day, the wide receiver from this team that you want. I don't think Trey Lance can support Mooney, Jones, and uh, Komet, which I do think Komet is a guy that will merge on with Dave. I know Dave has made that call before. He's been heavily beating that drum with Komet. I do like that call. I do think Mooney is going to be the guy that they are going to really try to run that wide receiver offense through and so that's why i'm i'm nervous for for jones and and i've watched some tape and there's some big question marks it's going to come down to can the coaching staff put him in the right position to do what he is really good at and minimize the things he's not good at or at least he showed on tape do i have that confidence in that in this coaching staff i don't know if i do but I hope so because I really want you know Lance or I, I really want uh, Fields and um, and the Bears to do well this year. I do think the offense could be a lot better uh, than what we saw last year. Dave oh, coming in saying Mooney, Komet, Herbert, and Fields are the only guys worth drafting at ADP in my opinion. I'm yeah. kind of with that. I like yeah. the I like the late Herbert grab. Yeah. Jacob oh, saying Guyton yeah. rounding out that super stack. Yeah, he's got it all stacked up here. All right, well, let's take a look at what we've got for projections wow. here. Got another major projection. Uh-oh, dude. Uh, your boy, not good in this one. I'm, I'm in the lowest. 2,400. Yeah, that's Who's our not winner. Good. Who, who got the win here? So the win, the win came to or went to um, on the screen, Jacob, uh, Jacob Bly. Jacob Bly, Dra- draft don't lie, Jacob Bly. 29-66, Josh yeah. Allen, Kyler Murray, double stack, Henry, Javante, Ramondre, Alexander Madison, JD. I like those running backs there. Wide receivers, Adam Thielen, DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Olave, Jacoby, OBJ, Julio. Bro, how does he... How does he end up getting so many points when three of these guys don't even have teams right now? Hey, they're just projecting him there. Like Hopkins can't play half the season. OBJ is no team right now. Neither is Julio. But he, I mean, it is a good, it's a decent bet. If both those guys go to contender. Where did these projections come from? No, I'm just kidding. No, it's a good team. It's good. Stop it's, the count. Yeah. Stop the count. Uh, Darren Waller, Knox. We went pretty, 
tight end heavy here. Four Waller, tight. Knox, Fant, and Uzama. Uzama. And then uh, we could go with Big Travi. I think uh, you got you got edged out by 0.7 for second highest. Oh, really? By, by you, you best not reach. You best not reach. Second you best player. not reach got second. Lamar uh, and Danny Dimes. We like that Danny Dimes pick, especially how late he got him. So you got JT, ETN, Rashad Penny, Khalil Herbert, and James White. James White's an interesting case. I want to see what happened yeah. to that hip. But, yeah, there is. I mean, if yeah. he's on the field, like, you know he's going to have a role in that offense. Mm-hmm. Tariq Hill, T. Higgins, Drake London, Devonta Smith, Kadarius Toney, Tyler Boyd, Jameson Crowder, David Belm. I really like his wide receivers. Yeah, his wide receivers The only receivers reason I haven't gotten heavier on wide times. receiver is we did find, or Hayden Winks did find that, I think it's around the five wide receiver mark. Like, typically you can be done after that. But, I I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Interesting. Dallas Goddard, David Njoku at tight end here. Like, I like those two tight ends. Oh, Jacob's saying he had, he had second place here. Wayne. Jacob Wayne. Let's put Hold him on. up here. Let's see. I, where was his? Johnny can't count, dude. Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, no. No. He has 29.75. Oh, wait. No, that's Jacob Black. <laughs> Hold on, Mr. Wayne. Oh yeah, no, Mr. Wayne did actually. He's correct. I just skipped over that. Twenty-eight thirty-three was the second most. So Herbert, he's got the Matthew stacks. Stafford, yeah. yeah, he got the stacks. Cooper Cup, yeah, there you go. Brandon Cooks, who I still think is a huge steal in drafts, especially in best ball. It's great. And then running backs got Barkley, Ch, Patterson, Darrell, Brian Robinson. Yeah, it's almost as if. You take that, you get like one or two anchor running backs, and then you get the depth, like you just get depth, you know, RB2s, RB3s later on in the draft and stack up the wide receivers. T. Well, Higgins, this, Austin. This was a success, man. Yeah, man. This was fun. This was fun. Well, good job to everyone who drafted with us. Terrible job to myself and – because I didn't do well, but yeah, just thanks to everybody in here. Jacob Wayne, Anthony, Dave Kluge, uh, Z was in the chat. We had Freak Stomper in here, Pizza Belly, Dustin. Um, just was a it was a huge success for us just springing the show on you. We're going to be looking yeah. to bring this show on regularly on Tuesdays, so we'll be in touch about when that will be. But we'll try and get everybody in here and drop that link in time. Maybe go through some news and notes get the room filled and then jump into an underdog best ball draft. Remember you can download underdog, use the promo code TFW uh, for up to a hundred dollars in match money. So please, please get over to underdog and use that promo code and get your free money, man. Other than that, I'm big Travi. That's Johnny game time Hicks. We're going to see you on Thursday or the fancy whispers. Peace. Peace. I can find the video. You won't. Right here. Best part about mock drafting is we get to do them again next week, and we've done them a whole bunch of weeks before then. Check out one of the videos coming right here.